Hello, everyone. I am your host, Nathan, back with another episode. This will be podcast number four. We will be talking about ecosystems. So an ecosystem, right? It's a thing. It's a biological community of which animals interact with their environment and vice versa. The environment interacts with animals. So how can we apply that with carbon emissions, you're asking? So we'll create a question right now so we can answer that. And you guys can probably create an answer as well. But we'll be trying to answer that in this podcast. So, how can we change an ecosystem which is already broken? By broken, we mean an ecosystem that has been touched by humanity and has been destroyed. Or one that has been affected by many different types, either carbon emissions or maybe radiation. Honestly, there's a lot of ecosystems that are affected out there. So, that will be our essential question. How can we change an ecosystem that is already broken? So by broken, it is a a broken ecosystem. So how can we change that? Well, we'll give some facts and then we'll try to solve it. So carbon dioxide has already affected our temperature and has directly affected our ecosystems since the industrial age, which started in the 1900s, the early 1900s, that is. So the temperature has been already affected even before the industrial age. The industrial age just spiked it, basically. And the amount of carbon dioxide released shot up right after 1900, since the introduction of cars and fossil fuels. Because we use a lot of gasoline and oil ever since the industrial age was started. So all that carbon, all that other stuff, the greenhouse gases, gets thrown up in the atmosphere. So those are a little bit of facts that we can come off of from, along with learning about the actual percentage of carbon in our atmosphere. Because that will give us a clear picture of what exactly is in our atmosphere. And this directly affects our podcast. Because we are talking about ecosystems. The nature of something. So the percentage of CO2 in the atmosphere went from 0.028 to 0.4 in a century. And that kind of sounds good, right? It's just carbon thrown up in the atmosphere. Yeah, that's that's okay, 0.04. But when you know that nitrogen, which is the largest amount of gas in our air right now, makes up 78% of our atmosphere, that 0.4 now begins to look somewhat large considering every other gas that's in our atmosphere. Because there's not just two gases in our atmosphere. atmosphere. There's not just carbon dioxide and nitrogen. There's many different gases that are still in our atmosphere. And that 0.4 spike from 0.028 in a century. So when you keep adding that basically 0.4 every century, the time it takes to get to um to one is pretty close and i'm sorry but it was 0.04 not 0.4 that was a confusion by me so when you have that 0.04 every century it seems like the estimation of how much time it will take is very large but if we continue to use up fossil fuels that's going to increase every time and it just seems like we're increasing every century by 0.02 and that's basically how it is but when you keep racking up everything, that's when you see the picture. Because here's an example for you guys. You have a very little number, but every time it racks up, that's when it starts increasing. And you're wondering, hey, why is this getting bigger? Aren't we doing something? Yes, but it's increasing itself. It's adding stuff to it. It's not just staying at a simple 
one number. It's increasing every time. And that directly affects the ecosystems around it. And that actually affects us too. And this goes back to the third podcast we just did, the last podcast, because ecosystems are with along with deforestation. Ecosystems are have animals, and animals are just like us, right? They breathe in oxygen, and they breathe out carbon dioxide. We talked about this. So when those animals do not have oxygen, along with us not having oxygen, are we going to be able to have food? Or are we just gonna wither away because we don't have food? Like, obviously there's plants, right? And plants, they take all that carbon dioxide and turn it into water, basically. I mean, not water, but oxygen. They turn it into oxygen, they take in water. So, when, when you don't have that water part, um, we do have a blog that's coming up talking about this, but when you, ha- when you don't have water for a plant, then how is that plant going to be able to give you oxygen back? And deforestation, trees are the biggest factories worth of giving us oxygen. So how, how um, so when we take away the carbon from those trees and we cut down the tree at the exact same time, how is that directly affecting affecting an ecosystem? Well, there's things called consumers. And this is along with something called a food chain. So when you have consumers, they usually the first one usually eats plants and then it go it branches out. So when you have that primary consumer taking all that plant life and that plant's not able to grow. Yeah, that consumer dies because it can't have food. And then that directly affects every single animal that's on that chain because then that animal can't eat the one in front of it so it eventually dies because of hunger so when you have all those animals dying along with the plant being dead how are we going to get food and carbon directly affects that with a long long list of other causes which affect our ecosystems but ecosystems are also full of biodiversity and that is something we need to be proud of because There's something called extinction, and we're not doing really good at minimalizing the amount of extinct animals that are coming out. Because there's endangered, and there's extinct. There's a lot of animals in the endangered section, which poachers like to hunt. And those animals are with a food chain. So if that animal dies, or that animal's no more, then how are we able to, to, like, directly stable the ecosystem? We can't keep it stabilized if there's no animal to stabilize it. I mean, we can kill the animals, like, this amount per month, but when you don't have a natural animal that's killing it, not an artificial, then your ecosystem breaks down, and that is very bad. And along with the industrial age, we're taking a lot of land that used to be an ecosystem. And to give you a clear view of what an ecosystem is, we'll try to create something for you guys. So, an ecosystem, let's try to create a food chain, for example. So, you have a, you have grass, right? It's everywhere around you. You see the grass, and there is a rabbit. And that little rabbit loves the grass, because the grass grows, rabbit eats. Rabbit says, hey, I like you, I eat. Now, you have a snake who loves devouring rabbits. Snake takes rabbit. Snake eats rabbit. And now you have a hawk who loves the snake. But for some reason, some idiot decided to shoot hawks for sport. And now the hawk population is decreasing, which means the snake population is increasing. So now that you have all these snakes around, 
How are those snakes going to be able to devour a small amount of rabbits? Because now, all those snakes, they don't have a lot of rabbits to eat from, because all those rabbits are dying from snakes, and they can't reproduce enough of rabbits to to swell the amount of snakes. So how are we going to be able to take down the giant snake population? Oh, I have an idea. Let's start killing the snakes as long as as well as killing the hawks because we're smart like that. And we decided, hey, let's kill a snake to balance our food chain. When you do that for every food chain, you're creating a really bad unbalance, imbalance. And especially with the jungle, when we're doing deforestation in there, the Amazon, for example, we're actually taking a lot of biodiversity away from that area. Especially since we're using that for agricultural area, agricultural purposes, we're taking a lot from that area that shouldn't that should have been there at the start. And I just feel like that's a bad thing. I mean, hopefully you guys too, because if not, we're basically just throwing stuff in the air and just not wanting it back. By saying throwing stuff in the air, I mean, hey guys, look, we're throwing a giant food chain in the air. Let's kill everything in there a hundred years later. And now there's no reason to have that food chain anymore. And many food chains actually are beneficial to us. Like ones that have bacteria in them or ones that have fertilizer, which grow all the plants around you. And fertilizer can be many different things. We'll talk about that in episode nine, but you guys have to wait till then. We're right now, we're here right now, so let's talk about ecosystems. So our essential question, how can we change an ecosystem which is already broken? We are back to that question. How can we change it? Well, first of all, we can stop breaking our ecosystems because right now we're using a lot of land in which we already have acquired by that i mean we already have land and yet we still choose to expand and when we expand every single time we expand we're losing land that we've already acquired and this is kind of seen around you like you have these giant abandoned buildings no one likes and yet we still choose to expand around us instead of using the space we already have and that's how ecosystems are breaking because we're just using land that we don't need and right now we just need to fix what we have instead of breaking things that are already there and we just need to keep our biodiversity stable so we have a stable planet which means we have a stable atmosphere, which directly benefits us because now we have clean air. And we'll go back, we'll um, go with podcast one right here. We have a clean earth, so why aren't we changing? Why are we changing that clean earth to a dirty earth? Because we don't have a better option or we're not choosing a better option. How can we choose a better option? Well, let's start by at least trying to change your carbon footprint. A carbon footprint is how much carbon basically you release into the air. And that directly goes with how much you use your car or something like that. So how can we change an ecosystem which is already broken after all those examples and um, facts that we just gave you? We can change the ecosystem by not taking down the ecosystem. That will be our answer. Not taking down the ecosystem will expand from that right here. So. By not taking down the ecosystem, we directly affect how much carbon is in the air. Because for the amount of trees that are still left on the earth, that amount of trees create all that oxygen that gets released into the air. So if we don't affect those trees and let them be, then they'll be able to have 
a lot of oxygen thrown into the air for us to breathe. And if we have those trees there, those trees give, some trees give berries, some trees give fruits. It depends on the tree. So if we have those trees giving all their fruits away and in in their leaves, all those little consumers, the bugs that are there, they take on what's there. They take all the fruit that's from that tree. And that bug gets taken from another consumer, maybe a lizard, iguana, chameleon, many different types of reptiles which love eating bugs. So if we have those eating that, if we have those animals eating that bug, that's a chain. And if we keep that chain stable, then we have a stable ecosystem because every time that food chain interacts with the plant and the plant interacts with the food, then we can have a cycle because um, the top animals that are on the top of the food chain obviously decompose. So if those go back to the soil and that tree takes all that all those nutrients the animal just put back in the soil we can still have a stable earth and it's um for human eyes it can be the same as seeing a stable economy because having a stable economy means you have a stable country and if you have it like that then you can pretty much see how an ecosystem works right there that will be it for today's podcast we were just talking about ecosystems and to keep you guys posted we will have episodes six and seven coming out on a thursday episodes four and five are coming out today which four is coming out right after we publish this so just to give you guys a view we are going up to 10 in case you guys want to see more please leave a comment on the contact us page we just gave you guys all the contacts we gave you please contact us and if you want more please contact the gmail or the anchor fm thing we posted on our description thank you everyone for reading this is nathan see you guys later this is life for life save a life with your life thank you